Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Yes, that is who you are. <laughs> Amen. And welcome to a couple of minutes <laughs> of, <coughs> of hope. Oh, before I start, once again, please let me use Paul's expression. In Romans 12, 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren and sisters, by the mercies of God, that you keep social distancing and wear a mask when you go out shopping. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> I can't understand why it must be so difficult to just obey the rules. I mean, it's not your health. It's our health. And if by any chance you've got the stuff and you don't know it, for a couple of weeks you don't know it, if you're asymptomatic and you spit all over the stuff that I have to buy, you spread it. The virus doesn't have legs. It needs your legs to move around. So please, 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 I beseech you, Romans 12, I beseech you, by the mercies of God that you keep social distancing and wear a mask when you go out shopping. Thank you. Amen. Okay, today we continue with the series on labels. Yesterday I mentioned the difference between faith, stupidity, and presumption. Now please do not transform that magnificent gift that God has given you called faith into stupidity based on personal convictions when the natural laws of the universe must subject themselves to our declarations at the snap of our fingers in the name of Jesus. And not based on irreproachable and irrefutable scriptural basis or not stupidity, but an attitude of presumption. We're only for the reason that you made a 15 words prayer sometimes, some time ago at the altar. Now everything is due to you. God has become a jukebox waiting for nothing more than your faith coin to sing your favorite song. Please, please don't listen to the fanatics. Enjoy that wonderful faith that God put in your hands and in your heart, mainly so that you can believe in a Father who will never leave, never betray, never disappoint you. That, that, my friend, that is the heart of faith. That is the heart of Okay, then, of course, then, then the whole thing, um, yes, we know, we know everything else. But the heart of faith is so that you may believe in a Father who loves you desperately, loves you so much that which brings me to the episode of the series Labels, to this episode on Labels. The producer, the owner, is the only one with the right to attach a label to a product. Why? Because he made it, he produced it. Okay, so this is Levi's. Why? Because Levi made this bag. Made this bag and uh, now I carry this bag and it's got, a, it's got a label. Why? Because it belongs to the producer, to the one who produced it. The label you decide, and listen, listen to me. The label you decide to accept will accompany you forever and determine the course of your life. That's why it's very, very important to define the true and only valid label 
that one that God has given you. The one of God. And weigh very carefully all the others that people want to attach to you. It's, it's, it's amazing how people live all their lives with a label that was attached to them by their father when they were 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Or by, or by the teacher when they were 12, 13, 14. Or by the, by the gang, the, the bullies, the, by the, 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 the bully that, that said this or that and the other. And there's a label, there's a label that attaches itself to us and it carries, accompanies us for the rest of our lives. Now, regarding what I just said, let's hear what Paul has to say about this. In 1 Corinthians 4, 14 to 16 and Philippians 3, 17. This is what Paul says. I'm writing these things to you not to be ashamed, but to admonish you as my dear children. For even if you had 10,000 tutors in Christ, you don't have many fathers. Because it is I who generated you in Christ Jesus through the gospel. So I urge you, be my imitators and look at those who walk according to the example you have in us. So listen. Yes, there are hundreds and thousands of preachers and teachers and, 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 all sorts of, and all sorts of people telling us what to do and how to do it. Can I ask you to do something? Can I ask you to check their lives? Can I ask you to see if you take your car to a mechanic? Uh, there is a very dear friend of mine that's watching right now that knows exactly what I'm talking about. If you go into, into a, a, a workshop, a mechanics workshop, and you see oil all over the place, and you see his car that leaks oil, would you take your car there? I don't think so. I remember long ago um, in Hermanos, somebody came from, uh, from up country when Hermanos was still 10,000 strong people and, and Bosco was like 100 people strong. So this guy came and, uh, and he started advertising that he wanted to do marriage seminars. So I said, okay, why not? Let me, let me just go and meet him and see what. So I asked him, I said, how are you doing now? Marriage seminars, good. So you must have quite an experience. I said, how long have you been married? Uh, and he says, no, I've been married 30 years. And I say, okay, that's good. That's At the time, I was also married about 30 years. So I said, yeah, that's good. And then he looks at me and he says, with three different women. <laughs> that's not that, that. So I said to him, ah, okay, so you got a lot of experience, but in the wrong way. So don't, <laughs> with all due respect, don't go and ask a man that's been married for, to three women how to behave in your marriage, what to do in your marriage. Okay, so that's what Paul says. He says, I urge you, be my imitators and look at those who walk according to the example you have in us. In other words, check, check the fruits, check what, check what they're doing. Just look how they live, look, look, look at their family, and then listen to what they have to say. Paul means, very simply, what you do speaks so loud I cannot hear what you say. How many times Jesus told his, his, his people after healing them, he said, don't tell anybody, you just go and show yourself. Because you see, what, what you do, you don't, have to, you don't have to explain to me what you're doing when you're generous. You don't have to explain to me what you're doing when you're kind. You don't have to explain to me what you're doing when you love somebody, when, you, when you're at peace in your heart. When you, when you, you don't have to. But unfortunately, a lot of people have to tell what they do in order to explain that that is who they are. No, 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 no. Who you are will produce what you do, not the other way around. And so, 
why, uh, Mario, why do you say this? I say this because, you know, sometimes I get a little bit tired of, uh, not only the, of the two extremes, the one over here that you have to do everything uh, because the law says, and the, otherwise you lose your salvation, and da 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 And over on the other side, you've got the, 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 the overgrace uh, 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 people that uh, you don't have to do anything. You, you don't have to change your, your behavior. You don't have to change your attitude. You don't have to change the way you see life with the world. You don't have to do anything because everything has been done. And yes, it's been done. Yeah, in your heart. Your heart is perfect. Your spirit is safe. You've been sealed by the Holy Ghost. You will never, ever, ever, ever lose your salvation. You're fine. Now, will you please allow the world around you to see God in you? Which is the, the meaning of the scripture that says, without sanctification, no one will see the Lord. If you, if you don't, they, they, you know, what, how, where, where are they going to see the Lord? If they don't see it in you. There are five Gospels, not four, five Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and my life. Let me tell you something. The majority of the people will never read the first four. No, exactly. So now, let's go on. Today, I want to talk to you about uh, labels and to, to the, 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 two, the, two labels, the difference between a shepherd and a cowboy. Shepherd or cowboy. Shepherd, you mean, pastor, shepherd. You will probably say to me, yes, thank you, Mario, for your teachings, but today it, isn't just, it just isn't for me. I'm not a pastor, I'm not a shepherd, and what you're about to say does not concern me. Okay? Really? Really? Why, do you think a father is not a pastor? Do you think a husband is not a pastor? Do you think an employer is not a pastor? Do you think an employee is not a pastor? Do you think uh, even a mere citizen is not a pastor? You're wrong. Let me try and illustrate my point. A couple of things that differentiate a shepherd pastor from a cowboy. The shepherd uses his voice. The cowboy uses the will. Question. Father, do you need a whip to make the children follow you? shepherd. Have you noticed? They just hang around the shepherd because they decide to be there. The cowboy must continuously check that no head of cattle is running away. The famous mavericks. Mavericks that run away. Why? Husband. <laughs> Wife. Does your spouse love you because he has decided to do so or is he with you only because he feels trapped and controlled? Relax. Your, your husband, your wife will assign you a label, either the pastor, the shepherd, or the cowboy. Do you force your relationship, or are they 
actually free. See, the basis of love is freedom. If I'm not free to hate you in a way, to reject you in a way, I will never be free to love you. That's why God, the immense love that God has, is big, that He's given us the liberty to misuse the freedom. God's love is so great that He's given us permission to hang Him on the cross. He loves us so much that He gave us permission to hate Him, to reject Him, to spit on Him, to do everything. So, without, without total freedom, love is not love. So, does your spouse love you because he has decided to do so? Or is he with you only because he feels trapped? Number three, the shepherd walks in front and leads the, the sheep. The cowboy rides behind these steers and pushes them. Employer, are your employees proud to follow your decisions and be part of your company? Or are they just staying because you keep telling them that I am the boss here? <laughs> and they have no alternatives? Yeah. Unfortunately, that is the case. A leader is someone who leads. By the time he's done, 10 kilometers, he turns around and he's got a whole bunch of people following him. <laughs> a fake leader, a pseudo leader, a self-dominated leader, <laughs> goes for 10 kilometers, turns around, there's nobody there. The only, only they didn't lead, he went for a walk. <laughs> because if you are just a shepherd, if you're a shepherd, you will walk and the sheep will follow. Because they want to, they desire to. So what, which label are they going to assign to you, uh, boss, um, employer? What are your employees going to label you as? A shepherd or a cowboy? And, and um, if you think of a shepherd, okay, if, you think, if you think of a shepherd, if you, think, if, if you picture a shepherd, you think of green meadows, with silver streams and pure air. If you think of a cowboy, you think of expanses of arid land surrounded by high mountains and, and the air full of dust. noise and Citizen. Person. What atmosphere do you create around you when you go shopping? What label do you, do you, do you pull to place in order at the restaurant? Do you, do, you, do you create an atmosphere of peace and of serenity and of joy and of generosity? Or do you create a, an atmosphere of, uh, of anger and of resentment and of uh, uh, disharmony and, and, uh, and, and, uh, and strife? Uh, because that's a label that, that they're going to Employees, the same thing. Employees, the same thing. You, 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 you work in that cubicle next to that guy. You work in the supermarket. You work in the bank. You work. What kind of atmosphere do you produce around you? And finally, the shepherd. I've seen this, I've seen this in, in Ireland. I've seen this in Australia. I've seen this in many people, in many, many places in the world. The shepherd puts a dab of paint of his sheep on his sheep to distinguish them, to, to, to identify them. Cowboy brands his steers in fire with his initials. In your life, 
in general. So you always need to remind everyone what you do. But they just recognize who you are. Of goes straight home to shepherds that demand that the members of their congregation stay stuck in their group because they've been branded with their initials. Instead of being touched with a double page, you know that it's amazing how anointing, the word anointing, could also mean dab with so that there's, there's, there's an understanding of who you are because of who you carry and who you belong to. And so the shepherd, the shepherd touches the sheep with a dab of paint. The cowboy marks and brands him with fire with his initials. And again, in life generally, what kind of label do you attract? The one of the cowboy or the one of the shepherd? Okay, Mario, fine. You, you, you've now beaten me over the head. I, I now realize that I'm not, uh, I'm not a, a good husband. I'm not a good father. I'm not a good uh, boss. I'm not... Uh, <laughs> what now? Now that I've seen that I'm not a shepherd by cowboy. Now what happens? Okay, let's see. The, the last manual, what it has to say. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 7 to 9. says this, that this catches up with what I said in the beginning. It says, remember those who rule over you who have spoken the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. In other words, check if they got oil in the garage. <laughs> or not. Uh, consider that. And then he says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We all know that verse. Okay, John 3.16 and Hebrews 13. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Especially the charismatics, boy, Jesus Christ is said. And I've always asked myself, what on earth is that verse doing in the middle of this context? What, what is it doing there? This, this, is a, this is a letter written to Hebrews, surprise, Hebrews, letter uh, written to Hebrews, who were kind of uh, hesitating in accepting the message of the cross. They were kind of uh, right throughout the uh, right throughout the letter of, of the Hebrews to the Hebrews. The, the the author is kind of presenting, trying to present a better covenant, a better savior, a better a better pact, a better situation, a better salvation, a better tabernacle, a better law, a better everything. He tries to and he's trying to say to them, he said, "Come on, move over. Come on, move over. Come on, repent, metanoeo." repent, change your mind, stop thinking law, stop thinking Torah, and come over to the, to the grace, come over to Christ, come over to Christianity. And so, right smack in the middle there, there is scripture. Jesus Christ is saying yesterday. I always ask myself, why? And it's like this amazing how the Holy Spirit just blesses you. Uh, I read on and I say, do not be carried about with various strange doctrines, okay? Uh, carried about, the, the big word is peripheral, which means uh, periphery, okay? It's not it's periphery. Uh, it's, it's around. You haven't hit the center. You haven't hit the core. You, you don't know what the thing is, all right? So it says, do not be carried about with various strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace. Established by, uh, by, 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 by
Bebayao. The root word for Bebayao is the, is the word basis, 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 basis. In other words, base your heart on grace, not with foods. Yeah, of course, he's talking about these Hebrew, to, to, to these Hebrews, so he tried to tell them not. The foods have got nothing to do with it. The doctrines, the Torah, the, the, the rituals, the this and that, the washing, the this and that, got nothing to do with it. Get your heart based on faith, on grace. Not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. You can see, you can see, sadly, you see people living years and years and years and years and years and years and years of the Christian, the Christian life and still being miserable and still being... Uh, <coughs> uh, unhappy and still being unfulfilled and still always looking to, to for something more and a new experience, a new something. No, base, establish, base, establish your heart on grace. So, Mario, why is that verse? in the middle of this context. It's simple. Because the writer is saying, hey guys, Jesus Christ doesn't change. But you can. <laughs> Isn't that so? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, forever. It doesn't change. It, it will not change. But you can. You can renew your mind. You can check your habits. You can check the labels that people are, are attaching you and say, wait a minute, this is a cowboy label. I don't want that. I want the shepherd label. So let me change. Let me do something to my life, to my way of thinking, established on grace, with my heart fixed on grace. In other words, when I look at my children, I, talk, I see grace. When I look at my wife, my husband, I see grace. When I look at my employers, my employees, I see grace. When I look at the people surrounding me, I see grace and I operate through grace because my heart is established on grace. However, Jesus doesn't change. I can. Romans 12, 2. Please have your mind renewed. Don't be conformed the schemes of this new your mind change change this is what this is what the, the writer of this letter to the hebrews is trying to say repent metanoeo repent change your mind change your way of thinking grace in your grace in your heart is great you're perfect you're fine you don't need anything but in your life you need to change thing, my friend change it Mario, I'm, 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 I'm plagued by the sin. What must I do? Here's a crazy idea. Stop. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? You know, I know that drinking will kill me. Stop. Yeah, but how? Stop. Try ask for help, be accountable to somebody. I don't know, but reach inside that perfection that God has placed in your heart and allow that grace to come out and look at yourself with a different label. The label that you apply to yourself will carry you for the rest of your life and will determine the type of life you live. If you think you're a boss because you have because this uh, this is what I do, that's that's. That's it. That's the way your, employee, your, your employees will relate to you for the rest of your life. 
your wife, your children, your, your husband, uh, the people you know, your friends, uh, society. So, think about and decide which label you want to hear. Okay, just one last, one last illustration and then I close. <laughs> this is a, yeah, about, about time. No, but I hope you're enjoying this. I love this. I enjoy it so much. This, this, is, this is like food. My, my, my spirit, my heart. It makes me happy. It makes me want to jump up and down. It makes me want to worship my God. It makes me want to say, you know what? I don't care what religion says. I don't care what religionism says. I don't care what anybody says. My Father loves me just the way I am. And because He loves me just the way I am, He's going to help me to become a better man. Okay, now watch. Where is, where do fruits come from? Think about it. Think about it. Where do fruits come from? Fruit comes from the bases, right? From the roots. The roots sucking the thing, go through the earth and go into the branches and, and produce fruit. So, uh, I have two plants, uh, two lemon plants outside in my garden here. Both of them in a, in, a, in, a, in a pot. And one is full of lemons. One is full of lemons. It must have 30, 40. And it's not thin plant, but, you know, but side, as tall as me and that, that wide. Uh, 30, 40 lemons all over the place. The other one is nice and fat, lots of leaves, and it's got three lemons. <laughs> so, you know, the food, the, the sustenance is drawn from the basis. The, 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 and, and somewhere along the line, you can, you can change. You can draw from the grace inside your heart and produce fruits. Sow, now this is a suggestion, sow seed of grace in your life. And you will reap fruit of grace in the lives of others. Watch it labels changing when you start sowing seeds of grace in your own life. Okay. I close with my revised and corrected version of Psalm. Read it in your own Bible and tell me if it's okay or not. Revised and corrected by Bible Bible. God, my shepherd, I don't lack anything. You settle me in lush lawns. You find me quiet pools to drink. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the road passes through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not afraid just because you walk by my side. Your faithful rod makes me feel safe. You serve me a six quarter in the face of my enemies. With two fingers under my chin, you raise my bow, my bow to it. My cup is full of blessing. Your goodness and your grace every day of my life. And I am at home in the house of God. moment. Thank you for the realization that I'm in your house, safe in, our, in the arms of my Father, and nothing in the way will ever be able to move me from the house of my dad.
bless South Africa. In Jesus' name. Amen. Love you. See you tomorrow. Big hug. Amen.